The world is on fire, figuratively and literally. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's just start the fucking podcast. Okay. I'm Sean. I'm Randy. And this is Rule America. Randall. Sean, how you doing? Good. You? Pretty good. Kyle, you there? Yep. I'm here. What are you up to today? Not a whole lot. Just cleaning up from our last day of rabbit hunting. Oh, yeah, you, how, how many did you say you got? Seven. Oh, wow. Between two of us. Yeah, that's pretty good. So you're, you're definitely but, a rural American, huh? Yes. Definite. <laughs> <laughs> Grew up in rural America and still live in rural America. Yes. Yeah. You For were... almost 59 years. <laughs> yeah. Not much for the city life, Kyle? No. <laughs> no, don't even like to go to work that's in a town. Now, I haven't been rabbit hunting in years, but uh, in the, didn't the population go down for a while because of the coyotes or whatever? Yes, it, it dropped. Uh, they, I think there's a few less this year than uh, last year. But I went out one night and just driving the paths, and I counted about 40 in one night. Oh, wow. So, being that, you know, we got all this land set up for that kind of wildlife. Yeah, uh, yeah why don't you explain that? How many acres do you have in a wildlife thing program? We got 47.2 acres in classified wildlife. Well, that's good. So, keeping, the, keeping the environment strong, right? Oh, yes. Trying. I put more money in it than what it benefits me, but hey. All right. I know. He's talking about that. Do something with it. Right. It's not really farmable, so it's either going to grow up in something or I'll put it in something and make it grow up in what I want. Yep. So So you you grew up kind of like a farmer, right? Yes. Yes. And your your uh, your parents had a farm. Uh, yeah, Dad, Mom had five different farms, and uh, Dad had actually quit doing the farming. But I started working for uh, the people that it was done on halves. You know, Dad right. furnished the farm, and you know they furnished equipment, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I started working for them at ten years old. I started working away from home at 10 as long as I did all we had cattle and sheep at home that were ours you know it didn't go to the farm and uh, as long as I got all my work done then I was able to go to work afterwards right so so I, I was milking 80 head of cow or helping milk 80 head of cow at 10 years old wow I was so, hoping you are going to say chickens yeah <laughs> Do what? Said so I was hoping you were going to say chickens. That's a, <laughs> that's a saying that we keep saying on here. Yeah. Milking the chickens. <laughs> oh well, hey, we had seventy five laying hens. We had chickens too. <laughs> 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 but uh, that was our kids' money at home. Dad fed them. 
bought them. We had uh, we had egg washers, egg scales. We had to weigh, wash each egg, weigh each egg, package it, and we sold them. Um, large, medium, and double yokers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Old double yokers. So, yeah. But, yeah, we – I've always been around animals. Dad had a third of Finnish hog operation. We milked cattle. We raised beef calves. Uh do FFA. I was in a guilt chain where I got a free guilt, and as long as I gave a free one to the next member the following year, and so I ended up with hogs myself because I saved my females and just started raising pigs myself. Yeah. So we we had a place at home for that. So I took that over, and you don't really do any that. of that. You don't really do any of that now, right? No, no, I had hogs up uh, about three, four years ago, and I just kept a few for hog roasts and stuff, and I didn't have a cement floor for them, so I kind of got in trouble with the wife, so I had to tear that pen down and refix the yard and get rid of my building. Yeah, right. <laughs> she got tired of looking at the holes in the mud. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was eliminated on hogs. <laughs> right. Yeah, hogs can definitely tear some shit up for sure. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, yeah. I think though, probably the easiest thing to to have, you know, really, they'll eat about anything. Well, yeah, right. just keep yeah. Them, keep them watered and fed. They're happy. Give yeah. keep them out of the sun. That's yeah. all you gotta do. Right. But uh, but yeah, I, I used to be a swine manager also before i started the job i have now right we were fair to finish we had three thousand head of hogs on the farm at all times hmm. and i was the manager of that before i switched jobs and switch jobs i i took a pay cut switch but i didn't have no retirement or anything where i was right other than what i put back yeah so, I reckon over the years, you know, the pay cut paid off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're here but, probably right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, it was a good job. Now, working with and, hogs can be dangerous, right? Yeah. Yeah, you you got to watch your boars. Uh, you know, I never had any trouble. Heard a lot about people having trouble. But... Uh, I never had any trouble with them. If we had a bad one that was getting aggressive, being that we had so many of them, we just sold it. Yeah. But we also, I kept them socialized. I was in with them all the time when they were younger. Because we'd get them younger. And, you know, you just keep them somewhat socialized. And on the average, like I say, we never had any trouble. But, yeah, I've heard of a lot of people having trouble. So, and like I say, if they start acting bad, you get rid of them. Right. Yeah. So also eliminate the problem. Speaking of that, though, so there for a while, weren't you? Uh, you were. Uh, you were working the your regular job, and also uh, for a second job, you were washing hog barns, right? Yes, we pressure washed the ones that hold the. Uh, well, they're the corporate owned hogs. Right. And each barn held. 
4,000 head. And after they, well, there would still be hogs and there were four different rooms. We'd start as soon as they get one room empty because you only had a week to get them totally washed, disinfected and set up. And then they brought, uh, new pigs in. Hmm. So being that you're working a day job and you were doing that at night, if they could get one room, if they used start washing that night. Right. And yeah, we did that for, uh, probably, I did it for probably four or five years. And yeah. I remember it you paid doing that. really well. Yeah. Yeah. It paid real well. And, but you know, it was a job. A lot of people didn't want to do. Yeah. I'm sure it was a mess. Yeah. The farmers didn't want to do it. So they were willing to pay up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so they paid us well, so they didn't have to. <laughs> there you go. So, so yeah. When you first uh first when you were first like starting out, right? Didn't you uh you ended up working out west, right? For a while? Yes. Yes, when we got married uh at nineteen, uh I'd gotten laid off oh probably three months before we got married. Uh-huh. And uh I got laid off and I mean I was doing some odd jobs but not enough to get married with so we got married and a week later bought with tom rapers oh yeah that's fine <laughs> and bought us a 28 foot camping trailer and we packed up and went to oklahoma and we chased the oil rigs till we got laid off and that was a year i was out there probably a year year and a half what was I that worked for two different was, companies was that in the 80s or yes so that was yes, during that was, the big uh, boom Yes. Well, it was when the boom was dying down. Oh, right when because, it started to die down. Okay. It, yeah, because, see, I got laid off on both of them. Oh, yeah. On both companies. Yeah, because uh, you followed the rig you were on. Well, if they didn't have nowhere to set that rig up, you tore it down, it laid on the ground, and that's where it laid until they found the place. Well, even the, my boss, the one that run the rig, he got laid off also. Huh. Because he, you know, they didn't have nowhere to put him, and our rig was laying on the ground. So I switched companies from Parker Drilling. I went to Unit Drilling, worked with them until same thing. The rig was stacked out, and that just meant they had nowhere to drill a new hole. And the reason they had nowhere, they had enough oil, they didn't need it. Oh, well, they were drilling for natural gas, but wherever there's natural gas, there's oil around. Yeah. So you get you get both of best worlds. You know, you pump the oil off, use it, and then you get natural gas underneath it. But uh, I got laid off there too. So and you, after that, oh, go ahead. You know, after that, it was just you know, I stayed out there, got another job, stayed out there for probably another. After I got laid off, I worked on the rigs for about a year and a half. So I, we probably out there longer than a year and a half but then you i worked for another company and i was promised wife she knew nobody out there and i was working seven days a week so it didn't matter to me yeah. so i promised her we'd move back and that's right. the only reason we came back huh. but i would have stayed out there so uh what do you think about uh, all this, uh, all these uh, car companies going to electric here in the next few years. Well, I, I mean, 
I went solar, well, I know. so I can't complain. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I, I think it's awesome if you want that. But I don't want no solar car. Well, uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a solar car. I don't think that's possible. But uh, uh, a battery, well, a battery well, I, I yeah, but I mean electric, right? So, yeah, I mean I know they'll, you know. I was wrong on that. I don't want no electric car. Well, I just uh, I think they they don't work so good in the cold weather. I think isn't isn't that right? I don't. I mean, I don't know for sure, but that's I would assume. Well, I wouldn't think they would. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I want something with some um. Right. <laughs> so I'm not interested. You know, I'm known as a speeder. I got a lead foot. Well, <laughs> don't want no little electric car. <laughs> I want something with some gas power behind it. <laughs> But uh, but I, I think, you know, if, if you lived in town, if you look at it that way, if you lived in a city, right. well, I think they'd be pretty awesome. Because it's not like you're really flying around because it's too stupidly crowded to go very fast. Actually, I think the Tesla, the new Teslas, can go 0 to 60 in 3.6 seconds. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it actually picks up faster than a gas-powered car. But I just don't see them working too good in the cold weather just saying i don't know or four-wheel drive yeah well yeah you're, you always got to have your truck yeah that would have to drain your battery if you're trying to yeah, pull, I mean, haul something i don't know they're coming out with semis here so really yeah i wonder how that's gonna go i don't know i've heard well i know it took my truck when we went to uh, kentucky to pick up a gooseneck trailer we got nine miles to the gallon on the way down there, hooked up the trailer empty, and I got five miles a gallon on the way back. Right, yeah. And I'm just saying, I think I would have run out of electric before I got back. Well, I'm sure you would have, <laughs> yeah. <you'd> have. <laughs> I mean, it's, if it had that much pull, of course, my trailer, the it's rated 16,000 pounds, but... It's got the 12-inch I-beam frame, so it's actually a 30,000-pound trailer with single axles under it instead of tandem. Yeah. It's the same frame. Right. What a, well, you're 24, well, they got a 24,000, 30,000, you know. But, yeah, it's the same frame. So, yeah, I mean, if it sucked my gas truck down that much, I don't know how they do a semi. I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I, either. Mean, I know. Uh, uh, I heard something like uh, Elon Musk is uh, actually has some. They actually are working right now, uh, delivering stuff. You know, to his, uh, you know, his companies or whatever. But right. But I don't know if they're out on the market yet for anyone to buy. But I don't know. But that's just what I'd heard. I'm not sure about that. I could be wrong, but. I that's I've heard that. Right. Well, how much is it going to cost to charge your car? I don't know. They've already got charging stations in some places. You know, I'm not here. <laughs> no, no, not around here. But yeah, I mean, it'd be you have to pay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. right. I think um, I heard somebody said they had a Tesla and they made a trip from California to Texas and back. And I guess Tesla, so, uh, you know, I don't know for sure. I've never actually sat in a Tesla or anything, but th this guy was saying that uh, it 
the computer in the car actually routed his route to where there was charging stations the whole way. So he could, he, wow. could, he could pull over for 30 minutes, charge the car, drive for another uh, couple hundred miles and charge it again. But yeah. the thing of it is, I, I don't see where it's going to be beneficial. They're trying to do away with fossil fuels. So that makes electric going to go higher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so it's going to be one of those, you know, oh, it might save the atmosphere a little bit. But other than that, you know, people, oh, yeah, it's cheaper than gas. No, I don't think so. No, it, because, it'll, it'll be more expensive before it's over. Yeah. And, then by, and by that time, when, when, when it comes more common to have an electric car than a gas car, then gas is probably going to be 10 bucks a gallon or maybe even 20 bucks a gallon probably. Because, yeah. because they're not going to make as much of it. Right. Right. But, uh, but like, say, uh, our electric company, it's already going up for this year. <clears throat> oh, yeah? And, yeah, they sent us a letter saying price per unit was going up uh, probably about a month ago. And so they've already upped our price per unit already. And... Hey, uh, Which, speaking of that, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I just got, uh, I just happened to think of this. I just got another fill up on that propane tank that I told you I just put in. Yes. $2.29 a gallon. Is that not bad right now? or? Well, right now that's not bad, okay. but in the summer it'll be a dollar. Right. Uh, I think when... Uh, it was all said and done. I think my summer fill was a dollar twenty or dollar twenty five or fifteen. I don't know. We got we got twenty. What was it? Being that I own my own tank, I got so much off per gallon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On top of what they gave me, so it was in between, and I can't quote it, but it was in between a dollar fifteen and a dollar twenty five. I think they said it was a dollar twenty-five, and then they gave me my cents off for owning my own tank because that meant I can go and buy it anywhere. Right. So they gave me a discount to keep me coming to them, and I think it was a dollar fifteen when it was all said and done. So you're actually paying a dollar uh, if you're a dollar. What'd you say, twenty-nine? So two, it was you're a dollar two twenty-nine or two twenty-nine. Okay, so you were a dollar uh, fourteen uh, a gallon higher than what I pay in the summer. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I've got enough to make it through winter. So I'll do a summer fill again next year. And that's how I keep my heating costs down is just by doing uh summer fill only. Right. So, cause you know, you're getting at a half price basically. Yeah. So, so yeah, but for this time of year, no, that that's, in the ballpark. So can, can you uh, maybe tell the listeners why you decided to go solar? Yeah. Last summer we had a $799 electric bill for the month. Oh my God. The month before that it was six. Well, I take that back. We looked it up today. It was seven ninety eight sixty two Cause we looked it up just a little while ago. Cause we were, I've got solar on, uh, an app and we were comparing our electric to our solar and uh so we had that 798.62 and the month before that was 699 
Right. And then the month after 798, it was 670 something. And three months out of the summer, price per unit goes sky high. So the bill after the uh, six, well, let's see, we had the 798, then the six, uh, I think it was six, whatever. Okay. I it, it was pretty and, expensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, very next month, it dropped all the way down to uh, right around 400. And then it ended up going down to 259. And then when they upped the price for winter from the 259 bill, the very next month jumped up to $409. So because they upped the price per unit three months out of the winter and three months out of the summer. Mm -hmm. And after I got those bills, I knew it was going to go up. So we ended up buying solar in November and, uh, they didn't get it installed until January. I mean, we already bought it, done all the paperwork. We were just waiting for them to get it installed. Right. And now it's working. It's working good on a good sunny day. I mean, right now it's kind of overcast, but it's producing. Right. And uh, so we aren't going to know for sure how we're doing until we get a year. You know, you're oh, going to yeah. have to have a full year to right. compare. But, but right now I'm concerned. It's like for what it costs and what we looked up our next bill. Well, not our next bill. Our next bill's regular because, you know, they bill a month behind. Uh-huh. And then the next bill, we're kind of curious. They didn't have a total because today's the last day of the month. You know, so it don't have a total on our app that we pulled up. Right. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's going to take you, like you said, about a year to figure out how, how it's doing compared to regular electric. But, yeah, so your payments on that were going to be less than your electric bill payments. Is that right? Yes. Yes, the payments on that were too uh, – well, we're redoing it. We're, we are refinancing, and we had enough equity that we are paying off the solar and putting it on with the house. Okay. So, so it's going to be, well, basically after being that the interest rates cheaper, our bill for the house payment is only going to be a hundred dollars higher. So I'm going to consider that the solar. So we're going to have a hundred dollar a month higher bill than what I pay right now for the house. So that means we're paying a hundred dollars in my eyes for the solar. Right. Okay. So, you know, in that sense, it'll, it'll help. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the solar payment was only, uh, we set it up. I think it's two fifty eight and some change a month. And it's supposed to cut our electric bill down Mm -hmm by according to what they calculated off our last uh, year's bill. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to cut it down uh, three quarters. So in other words, if you're paying 100 my electric bill is supposed to be 25 is how they calculated on how many panels to put up. Okay. 
So, so other words, it's knocking three quarters of the bill off. So actually, it was still going to be right in there, you know, average of what we pay for. Yeah. Uh, our electric bill. So yeah, it was going to be about the same as what we were paying. It was just we were getting. It was a rent to own instead of let me just give you money for you, you know nothing. Mm-hmm. It's the way I look at it. Yeah, I got you. And then eventually, I, I eventually I, you'll have it paid off. So then it'll be even more beneficial, right? Yes. So yes, and, I, I'm just going to tell you my. I just paid my, or I just wrote the check for my electric bill yesterday. For yeah, and that was for the month yeah. before, right? You're going to upset me. Yeah, <laughs> three hundred sixty dollars. <laughs> it was three, no, okay, it was three hundred sixty, yeah. but that was when we had that below zero weather and all that too. Yeah. And I'm total electric. All I've got on except for my heater, and my garage, my heater. Yeah, that's all I have. On, yeah, is my on propane is my heater too. Yeah, my heater in the garage and the heater in the house. Well, see, I don't have a heater in the house. I only have the oh, heater right. in the garage. So yeah, my furnace is. Uh, propane but i had planned on if this worked right you know i'll switch out my uh furnace for electric right but we've had too many cloudy days it produces but we still use more than what it produces right so i don't think i'm going to be and our electric company will only bank hours for a month at a time so in the summer when i produce really good you know Better than in the winter, obviously. I don't get to use those hours, you know, in I, I, the winter yeah. when I need I, them. I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. So my kilowatt hours are done at the end of each month. Right. Cause I, and which kind of, I was hoping it was a year, you know. Right. But, mm-hmm. And they said they would pay me, but they will only pay what they buy it for, not what they charge me. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, they did tell me that. So, which I reckon that's better than nothing. But yeah. that's why they don't figure solar a hundred percent because you're just making it and they're selling it. You know, they're selling what you made right. for full price. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're making money off of you. <laughs> and I will say, the solar company I went with, this made me feel better. Uh, my son-in-law's dad was out here. He lives uh, oh on the line close to Pennsylvania in Ohio. Uh-huh. And uh, he was out here, and he saw the solar, and he was really interested. So he called the same company I went with. And that company came out and reviewed his and told him, it will not benefit you to buy this. Really? Now – that yes, that made me feel better about the company well, yeah, I did. Yeah, that would make you feel better because that that may, means they're honest, and he appreciated it. He said they could have sold it to me. He said I did set on it because he liked what I had, mm-hmm. and he said they legitly told me the truth and said it will not benefit you to purchase this. And so he he did. He called and said you picked the right company. <laughs> yeah. which like I say, made me feel a lot better <laughs> exactly yeah but uh but like I say i i thought about it for years i had a friend put one in and he fell underneath the grandfather clause where the, what he produces they have to pay him at the end of the year 
what he does not use and produce and pump back into their line, they have to pay him what they charge him for it. Yeah. But that was a grandfather clause. They did away with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they no longer have to pay full price for it. Well, he gets a check every year. Right. And he tried and tried to get me to do it. And I should have could have done it for half the price I paid, but you know, back then. Right. But but anyway, uh my bad. Yeah. Hindsight. I wanted to, I just hated to throw that kind of money out. Well, I exactly. waited and threw extra money. You paid more money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did. <laughs> well actually you know I actually just looked it up, so the Tesla or whatever, you know. Yes. It says uh, when the temperature drops, so do charging speeds, and cold temperatures affect the battery's chemical reactions, which will cause it to go slower the colder it gets, and also the driving range, like how far you can go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it does. The weather does so fuck, I, fuck with the battery. It's just like your battery in your car anyway. When it gets cold out, sometimes it's harder to crank, right? Well, right. That, yep, that's what I was getting ready to say. I yeah. said, you know as well as I do. Yeah. A battery in the winter don't crank as long as one in the summer. Right. Just keep gas-powered so. cars. How about that? <laughs> or we'll just well, have to walk now, everywhere. They had the one that was both. Yeah, the hybrids? Yeah. 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 And the I cannot remember who told me. There was a dealer, and he took one. You know, when they come out with it, he was the owner of the dealership. Uh-huh. And he had to run to an airport you know, 70-some mile away, and he said it did excellent. But if you were low on battery, your engine kicked in, and he said once he got to cruising on the interstate, he said it went to battery continually. Hmm. I you, think, you know, because you already got your speed up. It didn't need no extra energy. Well, I think you you, you remember Holiday, right? Yes. He had a hybrid. Before he retired, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had one, and he, but he said it hardly ever ran on the electric. It was most of the time it was on the engine, but well, he I, never left town. Right? Either. Yeah, that's true. Probably. Yeah, I had one too. You know, he <laughs> oh, he just yeah. What'd you say, Sean? I had a hybrid for a while that I drove to work, and, and it was shit. I didn't like it at all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, now see, like this guy said. He said he had to be on the interstate for it to go totally to electric. You know, yeah. so if you're doing quick driving, you, you know, it wasn't working right. Yeah. Right. But, and honestly, just out of curiosity, I know you got to have a charging station. Yeah. But why can't they hook something to, of course, they might not want to. They might be able to. Why can't they hook alternators you know, to the uh, wheels, charge them while you're driving. I think that was the thing of the hybrid that, that somehow, I don't know. It, so, yeah. Somehow. But I'm talking on all electric. Right, right. I don't know. Like, maybe that's more resistance. Maybe it would be, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, know. I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> or maybe it's because they couldn't sell you the electric to charge it. <laughs> right. That could be too. <laughs> They're going to get us one way or the other, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's just like this. All those people in California that have electric cars now, now the, yeah. the, the state's losing tax money because they're not buying gas. So now they want to tax them for just having an electric car. 
Well, hey, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in our county, they started making the Amish get a uh, plate for the uh, their really? buggies. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, they're running on our roads with steel wheels. Yeah. Which, on my country road at the other house, I don't know what they pulled down the road, but it was hot. You know, like July weather. Uh-huh. And it cut two grooves in the In the asphalt, pavement. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it did cut. Well, you could see the indention. Well, don't tell me that's not going to end up holding water, and then you get a freeze, and then it busts that up. I know. And so, so yeah, they started making them get plates for their buggies. Way to go, in order to pay taxes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about going Amish anyway. There you go. Uh, I don't want to go there. Uh, <laughs> I like electricity. Yeah, I guess I do too. I don't think our studio. I don't, know, I don't think we could get our studio awesome. to run hey, off car batteries. Razors are awesome for my wife too. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the farther I'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> Hey Kyle, did you hear about uh, the debacle with the Mister and Mrs. Potato Head? Yes, I did. Jesus, can you believe that? <laughs> no, Hasbro told I, I him mean, to fuck off, though. Yeah, that's just bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. They said you can go uh, with a VHS tape, so <laughs> yes, yes. But no, when I when uh, my uh, daughter and her husband was over here, to, you know, overnight. And uh, they, he was telling me that, or she was one of them. And I'm like, "You're fucking with me." And they, no, seriously, <laughs> I thought they, I did. I thought they were just fucking with me. And I'm like, I, 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 "No, that didn't really happen." <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so um, shit's getting out of hand. Oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, it is. It's way out of hand. Uh. It all happened when they closed Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. Well, I can't believe we still got a Cracker Barrel. I feel offended about that. Uh-oh. There we go. Yep. I'm tired of being called a Cracker. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you think I want to go to a Cracker Barrel and eat? It, there we go. I'm going to have to sign a petition, send it to the governor. If you're you're really offended at being called a cracker, then you're the only one I know. I know. (laughs) No, it takes a lot to offend me. You know that. I know, yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty (laughs) tough-skinned. But, but no, it's got out of hand. And I, I was watching the news the other day. You know, we got all these statues tore down, right? Okay. In Ohio... Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. In Ohio, they just erected a statue. Now, I'm not saying uh, it's a black lady. I'm not saying what she did. And they told me, you you know, I I run through the story. Yes, that was awesome. But they tore statues down, and now they're putting another nut. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we were. I, I thought we just proved statues is bad, bad. I, yeah, I, to be honest with you, yeah. I, if, they, if they're gonna just, if they're just gonna tear them all down anyway, 
Why should we even have any of them? Uh, although exactly. I agree, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, some people do probably that do wonderful things probably need recognition, but sometime in in the future, somebody might have a problem with that, and they're going to just tear that down. Yeah, yeah. So now, now see, I didn't know the story, but after I I got the story, checked it all out, and yes, it was awesome. Now it was done back in the slave time. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't, okay. And I, I, I guess I don't know the story, but that's okay. You don't have to go into that. But anyway, go uh, ahead. Okay. But, I mean, that's how long ago. And I, I give this woman credit. She got the job done by using the courts mm-hmm. back in slave time. She used the courts, went about it the right way, and they sided with her. So my point being, obviously, even back then, they weren't mistreating them after the fact. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. But when when they were abolishing slavery and all that, yeah, that, I mean, she won through the courts. So it, I'm not saying she didn't. She did do something awesome. I, I give her credit. But when they erected the statue and it was on the news and it was showing it, then it hit me wrong. <laughs> it totally hit me wrong. Right. <laughs> It's like you just tore all this history statues down, and now you're erecting another. <laughs> yeah, and then in a hundred years, so, you might tear that one down. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just like I say she did an awesome thing, but the statue, like I say, it just hit me wrong because what had just happened. Right. Hey, so, uh, hey, Kyle. Let me ask you a question. Uh, you just uh, your newest dog. What's his name? <laughs> Trump. <laughs> that's that's what I thought. Now, 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 wait. If you want me to get into a little bit of detail, I also have one named Joe. Oh, and well, okay. I, I now wait. I will tell you, Trump's boss dog, and he beats Joe's ass all the fucking time. I mean. <laughs> He does. He beats Joe's ass bad. And it's like, what the hell happened to the country? <laughs> I see it right here. Joe's getting his ass beat. <laughs> That's so, so, so you, I don't understand what happened on that election because I know Joe lost. <laughs> the dogs predicted it. <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, funny. when they were putting the solar out, them guys was out here, and uh, they asked what dogs' names were, and I told them they they like Trump best because you, you know the kind of dog he is. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, he's up there. Let's play. Right. And they were playing with him, and they asked what his name is, and I said his name's Trump, and I says you want to know who I voted for, <laughs> and they said no. I think we figured that out. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, uh, and my wife is the one that come up with that. Is that right? We, yeah, we, we were sitting out here drinking, and we got, we, we adopt most of our dogs. Right. And, well, we're given the dog. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, we got him, and they told me his name. I can't remember what it was, and it started with a T. Well, he would not answer to it because the people got him for a child. As a puppy, well, you know what 
you know, a blue healer is not a kid. Yeah. Not, they're they're not, too rowdy. Yeah, yeah. So they took him to their grandma and grandpa, which is my wife's brother and his wife. And they're both uh, retired. One can barely move. The other uses the cane. And they had to put him in a dog. It, it was a built. It was really big. But they had a pen built on the back of the shed out there. Well, they couldn't get him out because he was too rowdy. Mm -hmm. He knocked them over, other words. Right. And uh, so we ended up taking him. And tough. They said his name was tough. Oh, yeah. He would not. He would not answer to that. So we're out of here, and we're just drinking away. And we started, I said, well, use a name that starts with a T. So she starts ripping off names, and she says Trump, and that dog looked up. <laughs> <laughs> and it, we named him Trump. I mean, that we named every name we could think of that started with a T. And when we said Trump, he looked up, and I said you got it. And mom's the one that named it. So yeah, she's the one that named him. That's funny. But yeah, he, he knew who he was. He kind of, he has a resemblance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah believe me. He, he's a problem child. I'm glad I don't have a, I didn't give him a phone. He'd be Twitter and all day long. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that's how he came into his name, okay. and which it, it was so awesome to us. <laughs> you, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure you enjoy it. Yeah. I know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. But a lot of people. Well, I've got uh, a nephew that's a diehard Democrat, <laughs> and he, and Tina's sister, his mom is too, and he'll be out here fishing. He says, "Who the hell would name a fucking dog?" After an asshole, <laughs> he is all the time. <laughs> now he likes Trump because Trump goes fishing with him. Right. But but yeah, it just kills him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're talking diehard here, <laughs> and it kills him. And he's all the time. Yeah, I think he calls him fuckhead more than it Trump. <laughs> Does it? I don't really. Yeah, get, seriously. He probably gets real upset when he's over there beating Joe's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Which he didn't think much of that when I told him how he beat Joe's ass so bad. <laughs> and which actually we had to doctor Joe for about a month. <laughs> when I say he beat his ass, I mean he beat his ass. <laughs> Where'd you put Joe to recover? Down in the basement? No, no, no. Uh, we, we, we wouldn't even let him in the house. What the hell? You got to sleep out, dude. You're on your own. But uh, but no, we did. We got him uh, doctored up. I just had to treat him daily, and we had him on drugs, which... If you look at Joe, yeah, I think he's got to be on drugs. <laughs> no, now, now, wait a minute. This dog's got another problem. He will walk up to you, and he will take his nose and adjust your balls. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm serious here, guys. Does he smell him? He does. Uh, and, sniff him? Well, now, 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 wait a minute. Think about this. <laughs> He, he thinks everybody's a kid. He's got to sniff them. <laughs> 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 so, 
So, you know, he's more Joe than what you think he is. <laughs> but no, he, he does. He'll walk up and he's trying to get your attention, but he always just puts his nose in there and flops your balls. And it's like, damn it, Joe, walk away. <laughs> I'm not a kid. <laughs> there could be a camera watching. Yeah. But Joe don't mind. Neither does Joe. Neither one of the Joes minds. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like the sniff. <laughs> but yeah, when somebody comes over and he does that, you ought to see them. <laughs> They're like, whoa. <laughs> uh, That's but, awesome. No, I don't. But, I don't. I don't, get, I don't get the diehards on either side, to be honest with you. But uh, that's just me. I know we've talked about it before, but right, right. I mean, uh, no, I'm not diehard. Like I say, all I want's what's good for the working people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you got to take prices. care of your taxpayers. I, I'm just saying, <clears throat> and uh, it seems like. I thought we had one that actually cared. And I'm sure everything benefits somebody else. You, you know what I'm saying? Well, but it was I, benefiting the working people. I think I had the what uh, I, I one thing I was really mad about is the you know that first stimulus when then they gave all the money to those companies. You know, like well, I think uh, who was it uh Oh shoot! What's his name? Uh, one of the uh, famous singers or whatever. He got like a bunch of money from that bailout. Okay, thing. not just the, be- the one that got me. Do you know countries got more money than what the uh, on the last stimulus that they sent out? Did the- other countries got more than what the taxpayer people got in a whole. Did, did, did that, you know that? Well, I knew they were talking about that. Um, I didn't know is that what actually passed. I don't. I'm not sure. It's uh, going to the Senate today. Oh, okay. I think the 1.9 trillion. No, no, no I meant the one, the one before. The one before oh, that. One before that. We, were, we talked about it a little bit because you brought it oh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to. Uh, yeah. Did that actually go through? That yeah, they, I think they, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, we've already got, a bunch of people's already got that first stimulus. Yeah. No, 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 I know or, that. Or not the first the one, the one. last one. Yeah. The but, last, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But I meant, did and, it actually go through where they sent all that money to the uh, to the other countries? Well, yeah, I, from what I was told it did. Okay. Now, I can't fact that. I cannot fact that. I think, we, no, but, I know. Right, well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I Sean, got it. Sean looked it up. Um Foreign countries, Egypt, Sudan, Ukraine, Israel, Nepal, Burma, Cambodia, Pakistan, and Asia, RIA. Yeah, they they all got. Uh, okay, now see, that's our money. <laughs> Why would we send it overseas? Don't ask me. I'm not yeah. smart enough to know. But, but that's what I'm getting at. It's that's very, what makes me mad. No, me well, too. It's for studies on th- different things. And there's just, uh, you, uh, you know, right now, let's worry about us, and let's not worry about the studies. Right. Well, let's they gave the uh, study. They gave one billion dollars to the Smithsonian that yeah, wasn't yeah. even I, fucking open. I remember that. Well, right. that's why, probably because. Well, everything I, in there's dead. I've been in there. Yeah. <laughs> 
but but Surely like I say, the duster it, of the you know yeah, stuff bears and exactly. shit don't get paid that much money. But but yeah, that's what I'm saying. That and, and you know you have people. Uh, I heard uh, on the news here not too long ago. Uh, they were interviewing some advisor of the last, well, which would have been Trump's, and then they have the one for Joe. And they were interviewing both of those on the news. This is on TV, on the news interview. And, of course, the news was trying to smash the Republicans on how they messed up on this virus and everything. And something was said about money, and I – he said the perfect thing. He really did. He said what people don't realize, that money is taxpayers' money. And I thought, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it, it's not government money. It's taxpayers' money. <laughs> right. And and that was brought up on a money thing hmm. through the interview. And I did. I, I'm like, well, thank you. Somebody finally admitted because I've got people, oh, I say, I've said stuff to family, which I've told you some of the things I've said. Yeah. And the thing of it is, they well, that's government money, and that's what they say. No, that is taxpayer money, but they don't pay taxes. So, no, to them, they don't have the faintest idea. So, so yeah, no, it's not government money, people. It's taxpayers' money. Right. So it's always the taxpayer money. Yes. Yes. If we didn't pay taxes, Without, there wouldn't be any government. Thank you. Yep. That is exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> or they wouldn't and, be getting paid at least. <laughs> right. You're right. Well, let's see. I got a neighbor. He, he ran for some office a few years ago and he's a smart ass. You know him. Uh, oh, I don't, the house I, across. Oh, your, yeah, yeah, uh, I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. I I love his smart ass though. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I, do. I I I like that kind of person. Uh-huh. But the thing of it is, he ran for some political office, local, and they actually asked him, "What? Why are you running?" He says, <laughs> "Now this was his comment to him." He says, "So I can get lifetime medical." <laughs> <laughs> And he, honest to God, said that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and it's like, so, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was, he was yes, being honest, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. He said, so I get lifetime medical. <laughs> I mean, that's why he was running. And, but, yeah, you know, <laughs> which is bullshit. <laughs> just because you run for an office like that, you should be paying insurance just like everybody else. Yeah. And, but... I do have uh, family members that have to pay the penalty every year because they can't o- afford the Obamacare. And she retired what? from a big company that crashed after she retired. They lost their medical, which we've got another neighbor that worked for big company, made big money. And somehow they lost all their medical also. Wow. And she lost their medical and I, I don't know how she worked for Ford huh. and you, you know, one of the big factories. Right. And somehow they lost it. Well, they can't afford the Obamacare. 
for them too, it's over a thousand some a month. Holy shit. And they can't afford it. So they have to pay a penalty. Well, what well, they do is any tax dollars, they take it from them. Well, you know what I'm saying? But I think they did away with that, actually. When Trump got in, he did away with that. The penalty. Well, then how come I got proof of you, insurance on everything I got I, for uh, my taxes? Yeah, I, I agree with you. They started that uh, just so you had proof. But, uh, but I think after Trump got in, he actually done away with the penalty part of it. Okay. Well, I know they can't afford it. They've been out here and talked to us. And, I mean, they've got a good retirement. Uh, he drove a bus, school bus. And well, how old are they? Uh, Tina was the youngest of eight kids. And I always said she was an accident. Well, I'm, I was just going to say if they're 65, say they're probably, can't they get Medicare? I'm, they're they're probably running close to it. Okay, well then, once they can get Medicare, they they should be a lot better shape. Right, but what her the wife's family's sugar? She lost two siblings in their forties due right, to sugar. Right. So he's got, of course, he's got it, and uh, she's the only one that didn't have it. She's the only one that wasn't on medication, but that's because I told her, you know, you worked, you were active. Mm-hmm. And some of them work, but you know, sitting behind driving a school bus is not, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not, not doing what you know not phys- she did. It's not physical, right? I know, right? And uh, she was the only one out of the whole family, but it's got him run down. But no, I bet they're they're on the urge of being getting Medicare. Yeah. Now, I know they look older than what they are, but I know what sugar does to some of those people that's yeah. got it that bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, but yeah, they they retired both, and then they were getting busted on that because, like I say, they said, you know, by the time you pay that, we have nothing to live on. You know, we didn't plan on $1,000 a month for insurance, and then... Some others have said, you know, when uh, the Republican Party was trying to change the Obamacare, because there's got to be something better. Canada, all those people's got insurance yeah. or medical. Yeah, there, there, there is a way. But I think the problem is they've let all the hospitals be privately owned well, the, or corporate owned. The Canada, you know, the Canada model would probably work pretty good here if they would do it. But the only thing is, a lot of people from Canada that have to have specialized surgeries come here to get them done. Yeah. Um, oh, right. But but the actual government still pays for it, though. So now, I don't know what would happen to our medical system if, you know, if we did do a system like Canada. Would people go to England or Singapore or I don't know where, you right. know, to get their surgeries done? Right. You know, I don't know. Right. But Mexico. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do what? Nothing. I said Mexico. Oh. oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. You end up like Steve McQueen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but like say uh, that like say you, you know as well as I do somebody retired can't handle a thousand dollars a month plus buy their medication right. plus. <clears throat> 
uh, you know, food. Yeah. I mean, taxes, you know, and live. Right, it right, just right. that's too much. Yeah, right. especially where we live, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, there, like I say, there's got to be something. But, like I say, all the hospitals are corporate or privately owned, and it's a money scheme. It's all them are nowadays. Yeah. So, oh, that's my opinion. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to say that's a fact. But. Prisons are, too. Yeah, prisons they were. Yeah. Uh, yes, they, they did. Actually, there's a new movie out. I can't remember the name of it. I just heard about it the other day, uh, talking about the scam where I think the Obamacare Act or uh, the CARES Act, whatever they call it, the you know what I'm talking about, the Obamacare yeah. thing. Whenever, yeah. whenever they did that, they made it where insurance had to pay for um, like rehab and stuff. Right. So there's this movie right. out. There's this movie out, uh, and I can't remember the name of it, and I wish I could, but uh, I haven't seen it actually yet. But I would like to see it. It's an independent movie, or you know, like you know, it's not going to be advertised a lot. But uh, it's it talks about uh, the issue in that movie is the scams that happen in the rehab world because they have to, they, they built insurance, you know, right. You know what I'm saying? And they, they actually, they were talking, I was listening to something the other day and they were talking about it and, and I guess, uh, they actually, I don't know, probably, uh, actually the, the, uh, therapists and stuff that will actually push people back into relapse just so they can get them back. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) Right. You know, right now, now I'm sorry. Uh, they consider obesity a disease, a, a, a disease, alcoholism. They consider it a disease. Drug addicts, you know, they're addicted. You know what I'm saying? But they say, oh, they can't help it. I'm sorry, well, unless. Not... Unless you're into sex slavery where they captured you, tied you down, and <laughs> shot you up with drugs, I'm sorry, you had to take that first hit. <laughs> Just stating. Right. Well, you know what they say, no. uh, alcoholism is the only disease you have that uh, you get yelled at for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> we both know this. <laughs> yes. All three of us, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, I lucked out last night. I lucked out last night because being that Travis was here, when I went in, nothing was said. And I, I don't even remember going in the house last night. <laughs> <laughs> I woke Dang. up this morning. I thought, hey, I'm in here. <laughs> you know? I made it. I made it. <laughs> yes. But nothing was said to me. Other than you need to get up and fix everybody breakfast, so that was my hint. Right. <laughs> I know what you did last night, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's all that was said. And I thought, hey, that's actually pretty good. I'm doing right. real good. <laughs> yeah, you you're doing good then. <laughs> but no, I go to work the other day. Did you hear what Greg said to me yesterday at work? No, at the time clock. He's giving me a complex. He said, "Hey, oh, about your Kyle, hair, said, your hair." No, no, oh. no. He said I looked so much better oh. <laughs> because I came in 
pretty well fucked up the day before. Right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. He, he had to comment on it. And I will say, when I got ready to, I went in the bathroom, looked in the mirror, and I thought, holy fuck, <laughs> that was a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> and I had Mike, he actually made the statement. He said, well, he took a shower this morning. I said, no, I take a shower every morning. I had one yesterday morning. He said, it didn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's just because I'm so fucked up. <laughs> no, I, I saw you. I looked over at you, and I saw you, and I knew when, when we were having that serve or that talk or whatever, you know. Yes, I, I knew. I knew. And then you come over and talk to me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was in bad. Well, it's one of those things I always say. I'll never do that again. Until yeah. next time. Yeah. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> and that next time was last night. Right. Right. <laughs> but I, I do. I always swear I won't do that again. But years ago, when I was going through a keg every two weeks, Greg Walt was. Oh, you might have to knock that one. Uh, Greg. Greg told me he he take me outside and chew me out <laughs> and he says you're gonna have to quit that <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah I, I don't know how bad i looked when i came in but obviously i looked bad enough he used to go out and talk to me about that right. <laughs> and it's like well <laughs> you know, that's my thing right. <laughs> yeah hey Kyle, but, are you going to be able to hang out for the second half of the show yeah i'm just staying out here in the sun well what was it my Drinking beer. There you go. <laughs> right, right. Hey, we're, we're going to take a break and use the bathroom and everything, and uh, and then I'll call you back in uh, a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool deal, right. man. We'll talk to All you right. in a little bit. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Bye. See ya. So I guess we'll take a little break. Kyle's hilarious. All right. So we're going to yeah. take a break, and then we'll be right back, party people. Hey, Sean. Hey, Randall. Hey, can you tell everybody how they can get in touch with us? Sure can. We have a few different options. We've got, uh, they can email us at seanandrandy1234 at yahoo.com. Or they can check out our new website at uh, ruleamerica with seanandrandy.com. Shit, now I forgot. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Good God, sir. Get your life together. Okay. Rural America with Sean and Randy dot WordPress dot com. That's where they can get a hold of us. Good God. What about Facebook? Yes. And we have a Facebook page now, so they can hit us up on there. We'd love to what, hear what from is Rural it? America. How do you how do you uh, just Rural America with Sean and Randy? Okay. It's on there. And we're on um uh iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Anchor, and a few other ones, right? Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker. I think that's about it. Okay. I think that's about it. All right. Hell, I don't know. We're out there. Yeah. Rural America. (laughs) We're out there. So get in touch with us. Visit one of those places, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, yeah, that works. Yeah. Cool deal. See you guys later, Rule America.
and we're back. We're back with Kyle. Kyle stuck around. Yeah, I did. Even though Sean had to go get pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out here drinking beer and beer and pizza goes together and I don't see my pizza. Well. Sean, I'm talking to you now. (laughs) Maybe next time, maybe next time, if you come on, you can come to the studio. Yeah. Yeah, you, You know, you should have a rolling studio. Just saying, you guys had to take a pee break. You, you know, I, while I was talking to you, I was out here peeing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm behind the barn. <laughs> we, we we have thought we have thought uh, a couple of times about uh, making his camper our studio. Uh, that way we can smoke because <laughs> his wife won't let us smoke in here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but but yeah, make a rolling studio and you go to the place because I can't legally drive. To get home after I go to the studio. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's the problem we would have, too, I would think. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, see? So there's a big dilemma here. It is. Yeah, I know. It's a problem. <laughs> that's why I called in. I know you aren't that far away, but, you know, if I – the wife says I'm stupid, I don't know when to quit. <laughs> right. I know. It, if it tastes good, then you keep doing it. Right. That works for multiple things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah I went there. <laughs> but I always know when to quit drinking. Oh, okay. When yeah, when really. I'm, when I'm out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> see, now, now, see, I go, and my wife's good. She bitches. But I will say, I did get my credit card statement, and I do have two kegs on that credit card. <laughs> And I I told her I'd slowed down. But when I have to pay for two kegs every month, well, that's 32 gallons right. of beer. And it's like, is that bad? Is that actually slowing down or not? I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know. What, what, before you went to the keg, uh, you, how, much, how much was you buying? Oh, I'd stop and get six cases at a time across from, you know, Right. Caddy corner yeah, from no. work. Yeah. I would buy six cases at a time, and they were 18-ounce bottles. Mm-hmm. And she kept them in for me because I, I was a regular. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you, and, you would try to make that last until payday, and it never did, oh, right? <laughs> no. No. I didn't worry about that. You see, if you throw it on the credit card. Now, when I was buying from them, I, I really did pay cash. But on the keg, I throw it on the credit card. My credit card's due on the 17th. All I got to do is make sure I got enough money to pay that credit card bill off on the 17th. Because right. <laughs> I, I use no interest. I, I never, I pay it off monthly. You never put more than what you can afford. Right. Well, sometimes I'm pushing. It's <laughs> like, yeah, wow, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But I, I will say, she bitches at me. But I can tell her, obviously, that's why we've been married, let's see, in March, well, this, no, tomorrow starts March, March 20th, we'll be married 39 years. Now, she might bitch about my drinking, but I can tell her my keg's about empty. <laughs> and do you know, being that she's retired, she'll go get me a keg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and now that's a good woman, even though she's bitching about it. 
Right. <laughs> She'll go get it for me. And when I get off work, I got to unload it. And I told her, she said something. And I said, it's like this. I, I admit I'll be 59 in May. I said, as long as I can pick a keg up out of the car without scratching, because she's got a good car. I, I don't drive good. She does. And I said, as long as I can pick it up and unload that keg out of the back of your car and put it in the my kegerator, which is homemade kegerator. Right. I said, I will keep using keg beer. Now, I did run out, and we went, and they did not have any kegs. And where we go, they own three liquor stores in that town, the same company. And they're the ones that carry kegs. None of them had mine. I bought bottles. And I can stand out here and drink, oh, 18 of them, and it does nothing like keg beer. <laughs> keg beer is so much better. Well, I agree with you there. And I get bottle drinkers come out here, and, well, <laughs> one guy told his wife, a friend of mine, which I told you the other day, Randy, I was on the phone with him because his wife yeah, passed away recently. Right. She's she was in her forties, you know, unexpectedly. But anyway, I was on the phone with him. But I considered him an alcoholic, and he did too. He owned a carry out, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, they sort of go together. But he drank two cases of beer a day. Jeez, and he drank warm beer. Oh my goodness! I know a guy like that who drinks warm beer and. Well, that's a that's an alcoholic that drinks warm beer. Well, but, actually, like, the he, guy I know is not really an alcoholic, but he, he he's always liked it. That's the way that's the way he likes it. I think technically you're not an alcoholic until you start attending AA. Anyway, <laughs> is that right? You're just a drunk. Well, yeah, well <laughs> just a drunk, no, actually, I've said that and it don't work. <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, he come out here. He would tell his wife. He'd say, Kyle put something in his beer because it fucks me up every time. <laughs> <laughs> Which he didn't live too far, like two, two and a half mile. And my wife would have to haul him home. His son come out one day, which is also a friend of mine. And he owns his own business. He does trucking, as in with gooseneck right. trailer. Mm-hmm. And that's all he does. He owns two trucks, got another driver, blah, blah. Well, <laughs> he has not talked to me since this because he, he's a big drinker. Obviously, his dad's an alcoholic. The kid is six foot something, big boy. I, I mean, he he's big. And which bigger people can drink more than skinnier people just because of body weight. You know what I'm saying? And be legal. <laughs> let, let me rephrase that. Be legal. <laughs> well, he came out here and my wife had to haul him home. <laughs> I come home from work the following day. His work truck still sitting out here. <laughs> <laughs> and I come home the next day and it's still there. <laughs> oh my God. And, oh. and I was like, Oh my God, what? Did I trash you that bad? You had to take two days off of work. <laughs> and he's ashamed to talk to me. He hasn't right? talked to me since. 
But the thing of it is, he was not a sloppy drunk, but there was no way in hell we were letting him drive home. Right. And and anyway, the wife hauled him. But, but yeah, he has not talked to me since. And it's like, there ain't nothing to be ashamed of. There's no way I can drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Hey, uh, and if I, oh, yep. Oh, I was just going to change the subject a little bit. Uh, so you were talking about rabbit hunting earlier and everything. So you hunt and um, isn't it, uh, you want to talk about, uh, you also actually uh, butcher also yes uh, yes you got a whole process there in your garage right i i've got a walk-in cooler right. i've got a it, it's all homemade mm-hmm. i've got a uh butcher shed and i quit processing for other people right. uh when i was working my main job right. pressure washing hog bones I butchered 27 deer for other people that year. Yeah. And now, of course, I've gained weight since I quit all this. Right. <laughs> but, no, I, honestly, I will say my alcohol consumption has changed because I couldn't, you know, pressure washing, I couldn't. Right. Because uh, I, I left work and went straight to a hog barn. When I was butchering, my knives, no, you don't run knives and drink, just stay. Right, right. And so I quit all that. But, yeah, actually, that's where that second, in the summer, when I have her get a second keg, I fire up the walking cooler and set it in there until my other one goes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it kind of goes together there. Right. But, but yeah, now... All I basically do, I butchered that hog for you guys. Right. And, but no, uh, in one year, I also did six hog groups for other places. BFW, I, I mean, I was, you know, right. I, I was into everything. Uh-huh. And I did the hog, peeled it, you know, the whole bit. It, I was just constant. And uh, I've quit about everything. Other than I use butcher shed now as our canning and our personal butcher spot. I, I right. mean, it's just, just like it's an outdoor yourself. kitchen now. Right, right. I, I've got yeah, I've got an outdoor kitchen. Right. And uh, it, it's it's very handy. I mean, it, you know, I can take a spray nozzle and spray my place down after canning and tomato juice and because i can meat i can uh tomato juice i do green beans we freeze our corn i, I mean right which cancer's very highly on my side of the family um actually both sides of my family so we aren't known to have a long long life like other families but i do that trying to stay away from chemical Right. Additives. Hey, I got a question so, about that. Okay. Um. So, like the hog, right? The meat. Yeah. Since there's no preservatives or anything like that, um, how long is that good for in the freezer? Uh, being that I vacuum seal, uh, I they always said a hog is only good for six months. Okay. But that's false. That's if they wrap it in paper. Being that I vacuum seal, 
oh, it's good for a year, year and a half. I, I've got meat I take out. You know, I try to rotate my deer meat. And off and on, I'll find something that's three years old. It's as pretty as what it was when I put it in there. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And uh, now I will say the sausage, uh, it might get, even though it's in the, well, you, you guys saw both of you. Right. I use actual what a butcher shop uses. I buy from a butcher shop company my product. And, uh, it, yeah, it might get a little bit white on the outside. And what the white is is a little bit of freezer burn, right. even though it's in a plastic bag and, you know, <laughs> it's airtight. But it don't ruin it. And I do not know why they always said Hog meat is only good in the freezer for six months. That's bullshit. Right. Just saying. Well, but just saying that sausage was delicious. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Now, Sean, yes. you never said. Did you like? Randy wanted the sage. First time I had ever used sage. What did you think? I loved it. Okay, well, the guy I bought the hog salt of, he called me. And the only reason is he had people back out. You know what I'm saying? He's got his regular crew that buys hogs, and that's what he raises so he don't have extras. Right. Well, he called me here recently, and he works with my son-in-law. And he said, did he talk to you about what I wanted to deal and I said, yeah, he mentioned it. He said, I'll give you a free hog if you butcher mine and make my sausage. <laughs> so I get a free hog if I butcher his. Right. And which actually is basically same price. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but yeah, I get a freebie if I'll butcher his. And the other night. I don't know. Well, Randy wanted his loin cut. Sean, I can't remember what I did with yours. Um, I think, I think mine was cut too. Yeah. I think, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I left mine. I'll take a whole loin and I I cord or cut it in half, so I get four quarters. You know what I'm saying? Right. We laid two quarters out because, of course, the daughter and. Uh, son-in-law come over and spend the night on weekends because it not, gives mama a chance to see the grandbaby and she babysits the other grandbaby so she don't get a chance to run over there all the time and they're over 40 well right at 45 minutes away and he gets up every morning at three to go to work so his issue is you, you know to come over here and visit it, you know, it screws his sleep pattern up for work. So that's why they spend the, which we got a spare bedroom. So, you know, they spend the night. But anyway, I laid out two quarters. They came over last weekend. Now, they were over this weekend also. They had slept earlier today before the podcast started. Right. But anyway, uh, I laid out and I told him, I cut our pork chops off of one, 
and then off the other one, I cut thin ones, and I've got a hammer, uh, and, well, it's a meat hammer. I pound it out, and bread My wife says I have a meat hammer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My hammer's a little bit bigger than yours. <laughs> and I pounded out pork loin, breaded them, and made tenderloins for this other meal. So we had pork chops one night, and then the next night we deep-fried tenderloins. Which now, my tenderloins are nice and thick and meaty. Yeah, they're kick-ass. But, so, yeah, that's why I don't cut steaks. Because, which, I cut meat. So I can always throw it and cut what I want at that time. Right. So I leave mine whole, and I'll cut what I want at that time. Right. And, uh, like on deer loin, I'll cook that whole thing on the grill. And you cut your own steak because I'm one. It you you can slap it on the ass on both sides and I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I want it nice and red and and juicy. And uh, so, in other words, when you do that, you don't overcook meat because you're cooking the whole quarter of that loin, you know. Right. And it, it's cooked on a and when you cook meat. The only thing is, anything that's got air to it is what you have to heat up. Anything on the inside of it, you know, for temperature purpose, no. As long as you cook what air has gotten to, you've killed any bacteria that might have got on that. So I'll cook that whole Mm -hmm. thing, and then we slice our own steaks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw it in the fridge next night. We slice them again, and then, of course, they're nuked. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, so yeah, I I started that quite a few years ago on everything I process. Right. But uh, my favorite thing from might, a deer is uh, the sausage. I like deer sausage. Summer sausage. Yes. Yeah. Now, when I was butchering, when I quit butchering. I had a guy that wanted my recipe and I had made my own recipe and believe me, it took like five or six years to get what I wanted. If that makes sense, because it's an experiment. Right. And I got it. And he called me after I quit butchering and he says, I want your summer sausage recipe. I said, I'm, that's sort of like my recipe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not for sale. I told him, <laughs> I, yes, I told him what to buy. And I says, I'm not going to tell you what I add to that. I start with, you know, a commercial right. package. Right, yeah. And then I do my additives. And he actually got mad and actually got shitty with me. And I went, dude, it took, well, actually, that was my oldest daughter. She was home while we were experimenting over those years. Right. And I said, it, it took us like five, six years to come up with this. Yeah. And yeah. I said, that's that's just mine. I, I, you know, and I told him what base 
package I bought and started. Right. And I wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, he got shitty with me. Yeah, I don't give my I'm shit talking. out either. I got a <laughs> I got a recipe for a homemade like a spaghetti sauce, you know. Right. Which Randy's tried. Yeah, it's good. And then I got another recipe to make barbecue sauce that's been in my family since like 1928. And it's like I'm uh, not, okay, you know, I'm not giving that shit away. <laughs> no, no. And this guy actually got shitty with me. And yeah, well, he can go with the VHS actually tapes hung up on me. <laughs> He actually hung up on me, but now he talks to me. But and all friendly, he was just mad at you know for a year or two. <laughs> <laughs> But the problem with butchering deer for other people is I can't deer hunt if I'm doing, if I'm processing for other people. Right. And it, it ruined my deer hunting. And the wife shut it down because grandson asked to go hunting. And I had six deer hanging right. out here. Oh, wow. And they weren't mine. And I, I told her, I said, "Hun, I can't take him hunting. And he wanted to go. The next year, it was shut down. Right. Because if I can't teach my grandkids, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And it's not worth it. So, and I actually made enough money off my butchering to pay for my oven you know, my stainless steel top, my, oh my, it, it paid for everything in my butcher shop. Right. So once I got it paid for, it's free and clear. Hey, do you know how to so tan? So I butchered, do what? You know how to tan hides? No, no, I, I had a guy that, I've got a deer hide tan. And I've got a guy that I used to know, you know, on, 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He's about. actually, he's actually a taxidermist. Mm. And he is down as, uh, he won't go professional because he does it on the side. Right. And I picked him up so much business and he had won. He's got trophies where he won. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In contest. But, he did it for fun. Well, I picked him up so much, and he says, I'm not griping. He said, you were my best seller, but he said, you turned it into a job. <laughs> <laughs> and now he only, he's like me. I told him, you get you get a deer, I'll butcher your deer, right. even though I don't do it. And uh, he said, uh, he, he'll still do my deer, but he can my eyes. Right. Do you allow uh, you allow any hunting on your property at all? N no. None. No. Would you let me hunt some coyotes on your property? As long as I'm with you. Okay. Deal. <laughs> how you how, how you go, how how Sean gonna make it home? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have, to, I have to wheel the camper out there, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you gotta understand. Guys, I went big time. I, I'm thermal. <laughs> now, I will say my mechanic does coyote hunt on my property. Well, he hunts in front of my property. Right. He calls them off of my property. He says my property is unhuntable. 
because of the classified wildlife. Oh, really? I, yeah, yeah, because you know you don't see a coyote until it's clear up on you. Oh, yeah. You got to understand. I only have fire breaks, and this grass is actually when it's standing, you know, up in the summer. Right. That shit's like six, seven foot tall. Oh, now yeah. it lays down in the winter. Well, in the winter, heck, you can't. The coyote and the grass is the same color. <laughs> That's why I had to go thermal. Yeah. And actually, I have not. Well, I went out and tried coyote hunting. Uh, I spent money, got a good call, kind of expensive, but. I watched that coyote. He sat down out there at like 100, 125 yards, sat there and just looked. Yeah, they're pretty smart. And I'm not good enough to make him come in. And I told my mechanic, uh, I said, I need to go with you. And I said, I don't care if I shoot. And he says, well, it's so fun if you don't shoot. And I, <laughs> well, he don't understand. I want to pick up. He's got the same call that I have. Right. I all I want to do is learn. <laughs> right. I, I didn't. I didn't tell him that. I just want to pick your brain and see what calls you do when they <laughs> don't come in <laughs> to make them come in. <laughs> no doubt. And but yeah, he he's a regular. He goes like four, five times a week. But oh. he owns his own business, so he can set his own hours so he can be out at, you know, he said something to me one day about going. And I said, I got to get up at 530 in the morning. It's not like I can be out there at 2, 3 at night. Right. It, you know what I'm saying? I, well, I've always went in the morning myself, coyote hunting. Oh, he's nighttime, which he's thermal also. Right. And, uh, but. Uh, he was out here the first time he ever come out here it's before I had thermal and he started calling and he freaked out he said I saw five and he said I know there was six but he said he picked up and packed up and come back towards the house because right. he was by himself he said five of them coming in on a call yeah. he said nope he said <laughs> that that made him nervous. Right. Oh, yeah. And he actually killed one, but he was only 100 yards outside my back door. <laughs> right. Which, he's legal. Uh, he's got a silencer, you know, to muffle right. that noise. Yeah. And, uh, which, I have not gotten because he got his in like three months. And the thing of it is, after he got his, which was, you know, a few years ago, uh, my son-in-law filled out for one, and it took him over a year to get the paperwork back to approve it. Right. Well, you have to buy the silencer, and then you don't get it. You just purchase it from the company. Right. And, and then your money's gone for a year. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before you ever get the paperwork. And once you get the paperwork, then they'll mail you 
your stuff. Right. And I just, I had an issue with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to throw my money out there for a year and never get any return. No doubt, yeah. <laughs> and so, so I don't have one. But, uh, but like say, I, I had the perfect coyote gun and he told me, no, you don't, no, you don't. So I had to buy an AR. I'm old school. I like a rifle. Right. And no, he, you got to have a semi-automatic when you're hunting coyote. Cause if you got two or three that come in, you got to be able to hit one switch to the other. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he says, your bolt action won't do it. He says, you'll get one. But he said, then you miss all the others. And so I bought my first AR just now the gun set up only for basically coyote hunting. That That's all I set it up for. Right. Because I'm not into the new style guns. I'm not either. 99.9% of my guns are actually, you know, what I can hunt with. Right. <laughs> now, now, legally, well, you can't hunt deer with an AR, but. Yeah, you can. Not not in Indiana. Nope, nope. 223 sure? won't. Nope. Not a big enough caliber mm. for deer. So it's actually only set up for uh, coyote hunting. But uh, now they make ARs big enough to hunt deer with. They do. But right. well, you're I'm allowed to use high-powered it. rifles, though. Yes. In Indiana now. Yes. And but I think that's. Do dangerous. you know? I have never carried. I've got a thirty out six when I went to Newfoundland. Killed my moose and caribou with. But I know it's legal in Indiana to hunt deer with. Right. I still carry my shotgun. Open sights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I actually, I'm a bow hunter. So all my tree stands are set up for bow. Right. Well, what the hell do I need to shoot out there at 200 yards? Right. I, thought, I mean. I think Indiana's just too flat for deer hunting high-powered yeah, rifles. Yeah. I, I was a little bit upset when they went with high-powered rifle in Indiana. Especially I, if you I do, just, like, those uh, park hunts and shit. Well, yeah, we've, yeah. we've got too many houses. Right. I, I mean. Of course, half of my guns will shoot farther than what. Of course, most of my guns are something you don't shoot. Uh, yeah, I got a few. Of I, I mean, they're they're what you clean and look at <clears throat> and lay aside. Do you know what that's worth? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not shooting it either. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I've only got, and they're actually legal to uh, hunt deer with. But no, I've got one 308. Hell, there was only so many of them made, and right. mine is in excellent condition. Well, no, I ain't carrying that out to a woods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even shoot it. It's, right. just, it. it's just there. But that's what I think a gun is. You know, it's either for hunting. Right. Or it's for 
look at this. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that's my style. But yeah. but like say I've got uh well one they aren't married. They're livings. The grandbaby's daddy. <laughs> right. And oh that's all he owns. Oh, he's got a muscle loader because he hunts with me. But other than that, he's only got ARs. And then my son-in-law, my other daughter, he's got a lot of ARs. Now, he don't have what the others got, but they look at my gun and say, oh, that's an old one. Yeah, you know what that's worth? It's worth five of your ARs. Yeah, that ain't no shit. Right? <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, I look at it like that. But, but like say, I... I can live off the land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. What I want to buy is what's usable, not because it's cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, but like I say, that's just one of those things that it, it's personal preference. Right. So I'm going to switch up the topic a little bit. Um, I was going to say this earlier when we were talking, but then we were nearing the break, so I didn't get a chance to say anything. But anyway, so I was watching the news the other day, and a black black guy was talking, right? Right. And uh, they were talking about uh, maybe Biden's going to um, put in some money for uh, studies on reparations. On what? Reparations for black people. From being slaves or whatever. Yeah, well, there, there's no slaves still living. Yeah, I know. So okay, this black guy was talking uh, on TV, and he basically what he said was, uh, he's like, well, uh, one of the people that's behind this is uh, Barack Obama, and his dad was from Kenya, and his mom was from Kansas, and his mom's family owned slaves. So is he going to be cutting a check or getting a check? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, this came from exactly. a black guy, so not me I'm saying a black but, guy said uh, that. But, like, say, I don't know. Did you, uh, what is it, Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Did you see the one that mom showed it to me? She found it on a YouTube thing. Now, actually, I like him as a actor. Oh, I yeah, think he's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's yeah, good. Yeah, he's awesome. And now, don't quote me on this. I know it was Morgan Freeman, but don't quote me on that unless you look it up. But I know it was him. But the thing of it is, uh, he was on the YouTube stating there should be no black you know what i'm saying black history uh, month uh yes yeah he was bitching about that he definitely I, said another that. beer bitch but <laughs> yeah he definitely said that oh okay it was morgan freeman then. yep okay he said there should not be one right if you want to get rid of the racial then quit talking about it right that's exactly you what he said bring too. it up and all you do are pissing people off which well, yeah, what he you said know, they was there's the statues down. That's what I'm talking about on the statue. Right. They tore statues down, then they put one up for a black person. Right. Now, I, like I said, 
what she did was fucking awesome. But the point being, what he's saying, you can't, if you want it to disappear, you can't talk about it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, so what he was saying, too, is that we shouldn't have Black History Month. We should just have American history. Yes. Period. And he also stated that the history that they were bitching about was their history. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I mean, they're tearing down statues of shit. That is what made them what they are. But obviously, he made it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. In life. Well, it's, uh, let's see, I was just told there's a new movie out. Uh, I actually, Travis told me that while he was here. Uh, Something, what it's based over is a black guy raised in a bad area, uh, you know, he worked three jobs, went to law school. He made his own life. Right. His mom was a drug addict. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's the basic of the movie. But the point being, if you want it, you'll do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we got married, I worked two jobs seven days a week. And mom and dad would have helped us out. I refused any help. Now, my brother and sister took money from mom and dad. Me and my wife never took a penny from mom and dad. Why didn't you just pull out your white privilege card? Yes. <laughs> I know. Then you wouldn't have had to work seven days a week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but see, that's what I'm saying. If you want it. Now, actually, if you look. I'm way above my brother and sister. You know what I'm saying? Right. I blow them out of the water. And my sister, I don't talk to my brother much after there was a fight over dad's death, whatever. But it it was over money. He thought he was going to get rich. Now, dad was remarried because mom had died years ago. But the point being, my sister says you were all about money. Well, the reason I was all about money, I grew up being told I was a loser. Right. Not not by mom. Mom loved me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was, well, yeah, yeah, I was arrested. I had my license one month and got hauled in for drinking. I mean, my, my problem started years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but the point being, yes, I was the black sheep of the family. Right. So I was told I was never going to make it. I actually told dad D means diploma. After I picked my ass up off the floor, I looked at him and said, yes, I'm serious. D means diploma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He put me down, but I know. Was I beat? No. Well, well, no, I got I got my share, but what I'm saying is that's what made me who I am. Right. And I've smoked my brother and sister that did better in school. They, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I have smoked them. So the point being, if you want it, you will get out there and you will earn it. All right. I think. And well, well everybody wants something given to them. 
Right. Well, yeah. well, a point Get being a from that, uh, yeah, a point being from that too is also, um, um, like I worked uh, construction my whole life, right? Right. And then my wife, she has a master's degree. And, right. And when we got when when we actually got serious and we moved in together and you know same bank accounts and all that shit, she couldn't believe how much money I made. Well, she was just blown away that you could make that much money and not have to go to school. It's like, yeah, it's a trade. Kyle, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay. My hey. wife's hollering at me. Uh-oh. I forgot to right. bring hey. the trash out. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, one thing I think uh, uh, just um, – Talking about what you were saying earlier, um, I think what some of the people are complaining about is, uh, like, for example, in poor, uh, poor communities and stuff, um, they don't know how to actually. Like you said, you you'll go out and get it. You'll you'll go out and do it or whatever. But yeah. some people don't even know how to do that because they've never been around anybody that actually does that. I I think that's the argument that they're making. uh, Okay, but what I'm getting at is some of them do. So No, no, some of them do. Yeah, definitely. uh, Okay, so so obviously they can't be that stupid. And I don't care if they're – I don't care what color they are. You, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just know, stating. I, I mean, we can even talk about, uh, you know, the, you know, the people in Appalachia or, you know, stuff. You know, we could even be talking about that same community. I'm just saying, right. um, uh, you know, they just, you know, don't know how to get out and get it. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but... It, it don't take a whole lot to figure out. It doesn't to jump out here. It, Some of them might be scared too. Yeah, uh, it but, doesn't. But, it, it doesn't take that much to figure out. But some of them never have the opportunity to even learn how to figure that out. I'm just saying. Now, now let me tell you, I worked. I quit a good job sitting behind a desk, punching on a computer, and telling people what to do. My dad, when I quit it, he said, I've got the dumbest kid on the face of the earth. And I went to Big Town, Indianapolis, and I got a job for chemical hazardous waste removal because I was not made to sit behind a desk. Right. Now, I was cool with telling people what to do, but don't put me (laughs) behind a desk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was 26 years old. I was the youngest management that company had ever moved up. They they were just, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Company thought it had to be <clears throat> 30s and 40s for somebody to move up. They moved me up. I had a kick-ass job. And, nope, I'm not made to sit behind a desk. So I changed jobs. Right. Okay. I got my wife, I asked 
on the second interview, I asked him, because my wife was bitching also, (laughs) (laughs) and I asked him, can my wife come on the interview? She said, yes. Now, I'm going to try to make a long story short here. But what it was, they told my wife and me, he will be in motel rooms approximately two times or two weeks out of the year. For the first three months I worked there, I saw her like three fucking days, (laughs) her and the kids. We lived because there were very few companies that did what we did. And every company or everywhere I went, they had signs out front, cancer causing material. That's what we did. Right. And no, I was cool with that. And the money was kick ass. I mean, you, you know, they, they paid for the motel rooms. I mean, they gave you money to eat on, which everybody'd go out and eat. No, I'm trying to raise family. I took a cooler filled it up with ice, went to the little store, bought bologna, bread, and yep. milk. You know, I, I mean, uh, okay. I did okay. that for two years. I traveled around uh, building bleachers and basketball goals for high schools and colleges. Uh, okay, so you understand. Yep, that's what well, I did, too. I put my shit in a cooler, and I stayed at the hotel and hung out. Well, what my point is uh, on this story, going back to what you said, when I went to quit that job to come back local, I actually had five different jobs to pick from. I had five places willing to hire me. Right. And, you know, I came back and I hear, I heard people in my local area, I can't find a job and I ain't shitting you. They actually told me this. I had five different jobs to pick from. That's when I became the swine manager, which was five miles from my house. And I'm just stating that, you know, I hear people say they can't get a job. It depends on how bad you want a job. Yeah. And, And, I think most people's I, problem is that they can't get the job they want. Yeah. I, it, well, it, no. Do you think I wanted those kind of jobs? No, I went for it for the money. Right, yeah. <laughs> why, why do you go to hazardous waste removal, chemical, everything that says cancer-causing? And I've got cancer on both sides of my family, but what the hell? I jump right in it. Right. I didn't do it because I wanted it. I did it because that's where the money is. Right. Well, I, you know, like I said, like I work construction forever and, you know, during the winter time, you know, somebody that doesn't work construction would come in the house and be like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's freezing. You know, it's like, yeah, I was out there 10 hours today, dude. <laughs> yes, you know, and I know. Like, Fuck that. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and where we work right now, you know, my wife did the same job. Right. They hired three people in a winter years ago. And do you know they worked a week and a half and quit? I know. Now, years ago, when I say years ago, they they made more than what the people make now that get hired on. Right. Do you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, okay. They fucking quit. <laughs> it's like, are you, are you joking me? 
right. you've got a kick-ass job and you're going to quit? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, that's why I have an issue feeling sorry for very, very few people. What we're talking about on what you were saying. <laughs> sorry, few people. <laughs> I, hey, I, I'm, I, I'm, I ain't shitting you. I have no feelings for anybody that wants to cry. And like I say, do you know when I quit my second job after mom started working, I quit my second job because I had changed jobs. The one that, you know, moved me up. Mm -hmm. I was making more on that one job and I worked second shift. So our kids didn't have babysitters. Mom worked days. I worked second when she got hired, when I quit that job, which I watch kids, you know, they had a babysitter 15 minutes a fucking day because only in the winter, because we wouldn't try to switch kids off along the road. Like I say, I, I'm just telling you, I have very few feelings for any, any motherfucker out there that cries, I can't get a job. It, I don't give a shit if it's a job you want. <laughs> I'll pump gas if I had to, right. I'm just, which nobody does. Yeah, that nobody does anymore. that anymore. Yeah, I, know. I, I, need to bring that, I would actually like to have that back, to be honest with you. Yeah. If I if I could right. if I could own a gas station, Let's I would one. actually do that. It's called Rural America. Right. We should do it. <laughs> well, actually, we we'll change oil. Uh, too. Have the little change fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I am sick and tired of of the whiny asses. Do you know, I, my first child was three years old, and when I quit that second job, and mom went to work, and I stayed at home, she, she was screaming and crying because this child did not know me. Right. I worked seven days a week. I got up before she was up in the morning. I came home, and I changed clothes because my second job, I had to pass our house. Right. And... I changed clothes. She saw me a half an hour a day. And I think she thought I was just a mailman that popped into Hammer Mama. I don't know what this child thought at that age. But mom was scared to go to work because this kid is scared of me. Right. And I told her, I said, and she's three years old. Right. I had been doing this and never knew my child. And it's like, what the fuck? So when I hear somebody whine and cry, no, there ain't no fucking sympathy from me. I, I'm saying none. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I, know, I know I'm hardcore, but I don't give a shit. You want it? Get your fucking ass out there and get it. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. But, mean, if, but if you no, want things, then you better fucking go get them. That, there, you, there you go. Rule yeah. America, yeah, right? That, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we, okay. wouldn't, we, we wouldn't that's be sitting here right now having a podcast America. if we wouldn't have went out and started a podcast. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but like I say, no, when people whine and cry to me, I'm not saying, actually, the job I have now, it's not my style of work, obviously. I worked on the oil rigs. Uh, I, I did load semis by hand. 
uh, before I went management. I should have stayed loading semis by hand instead of going into management. Do you understand what I'm saying? I might have stayed at that company a little bit longer, but when they put me behind the desk and then told me, they gave me two weeks to purchase dress pants. Right. <laughs> I did not own any dress pants. <laughs> they knew what kind of person I was. And, but the point being, you, you do what's got to be done to get somewhere. Right. And you you know where I am right now. All right. What why we have a good job, you know that. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would I have been working a second job <laughs> if I was not trying to increase you, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Yeah. And no. So no sympathy for me. Uh none whatsoever. I'd just rather bitch slap them than listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to get another beer. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> It'll get worse as time goes. Hey, well, you know, a lot of the young people that don't know because they weren't around yet, like in their 20s, people in their 20s now don't don't realize the repercussions of the last recession or whatever. Right. Yes. You know, you couldn't find a job then. No. You really that, well, couldn't find well, them. Like, I was painting uh, rental houses for, like, $10 an hour because that's the only thing I could find at the time. And then fucking I Fucking fi- $10 I f- an hour is pretty goddamn good. <laughs> 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 Just saying. <laughs> and then I, I ended up uh, finding a factory job, and I worked there, and that was seven days a week, 12-hour days. But Now. Uh, you know, yes, that's what I did. Well, the the oil rigs. If you wanted a day off work, the, it, you worked seven days a week. If you wanted a day off work, you had to replace yourself. You had to get somebody to work your spot that knew your job on that oil rig. And if they refused it because they didn't know the guy and didn't think he could do the job, right? Then you didn't get that fucking day off. Well, I worked 16-hour days, buku bunches, because all, you know, on the same oil rig, you got three shifts. I worked all the doubles I could get my hands on. Right. But the thing of it is, back in the 80s, we're talking, let's see, we got married in 1982. So we packed up and took off then. I had I worked a part-time job out there on the oil rig. It was a low man's job, and the driller accepted me to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I worked his job for two weeks. That guy came back, and uh, within a week, I had a full-time job. Now, that was with Parker Drilling. It was on the same company, a different oil rig, right. but same company. And well, they said... I mean, you probably got that because you were working and not standing over there in the corner watching it. Oh, oh hell yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now, actually, when I went on what, what saved my ass, I was not scared of heights. 
they had a problem. They had boards run. It was probably 25 foot off the deck of the rig. Right. And I went up, and what you did, you just drove oil rig to oil rig. That When I got hired on my main job with Parker, my wife was pregnant, slept in the car because I walked up there to ask for a job. They had an opening, and he said, when can you start? I said, when do you want me? He said, right now. I went run down, told the wife, she slept in the car all night. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I worked. That's how I got my job. But they had a fuck up on the rig. They had a board running, which I know if you haven't been out there, you don't understand. They had had a board running about 25 foot off the floor. There were no ropes to tie you off. Right. And he said, are you scared of heights? I went, no. He said, then get up there and help him. I fucking (laughs) climbed my ass up there. And went for it, and I got my fucking job that night by doing that. Right. I, I mean, so so what I'm saying, you want it, you'll fucking do it. Oh, you absolutely and will. So, so yeah, like I say, it, it's just, I know, I, of course, I was 19. I, I was a redneck, very redneck. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... But could I do that job now? Hell no. Oh, yeah. That'd kill me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it would kill me. I I couldn't even handle tripping. Right. Well, I mean, uh, even when I got with my my wife, um, I was still taking risks, I guess you could say. Unnecessary risks for my job. Right. But, yeah, I just got to the point now where it's just like, I'm not doing that shit anymore. Now, well, I still do stupid, a lot of stupid stuff. I mean, I do stupid shit, but it's mostly self-inflicted. Well, actually, tonight, or today, before I started talking to you, something was said, and the the son-in-law looked at me and said, well, let's see, your your toes about healed up, the bruises are off of you. <laughs> and I still don't know what what happened to get all those injuries that night. That's what I'm talking so about, self-inflicted. The <laughs> thing of it is, I did lose my hat, and I've never found it. Oh, no. So, shit. so wherever the fuck I was, I'll know where I fell when I find my hat. You probably fell where the VHS tapes are. <laughs> hey, uh, Kyle. Um, yeah. Uh, tell the listeners about uh, your accident and, uh, and um, you know, you might want to talk about that. Maybe. What, shoving a tree up my ass? Right, yeah. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> and how long ago was that, anyway? In 2005. Okay. Me and Greg were putting up tree stands in August mm-hmm. for our hunting. Right. And his boy was out there. And we we carried chainsaws, weed eater, you, you know, to knock down some weeds because we were bow hunters. Right. So we were out there, and Greg's cutting a big-ass tree branch off, probably 12 inches around, because it was hanging over the field. The farmers loved this. But it inflicted our shot area. 
Well, when me and Greg went out, we probably hung 10 different stands that day. Okay. I mean, it was an all-day job. And Mm -hmm. anyway, we took turns. Every other tree stand, we hung. Well, he's cutting that tree. I'm on the ground, and I'm screaming at him because I'm looking at it, and I thought, that's going to hit the ground and come back and hit him. So I'm screaming. I holler, Jared. Well, he's up there running a chainsaw, not paying any fucking attention. That tree did exactly what I, or that big-ass branch did exactly what I thought it was going to do. The branches hit. It kicked back and smacked him. Actually, I think I remember it was his right leg, you know, in the front. He had a big-ass bruise. So the last tree stand that we hung of the day was his to hang. Well, I already knew that tree fucked him up. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll hang this in for you. So I go up there, and we were out of straps. And I had one, the very last strap that we had. It just had a slight fray in it. I didn't know it was going to break. And the tree he picked was too big around for the chain to hook on the top side of it. And I told him, I said, before we hunt this, we got to bring another strap out and re-strap it. Yeah. You know, double strap it. Uh-huh. And he said, okay, because I said, this is the last one I've got and don't like it. I, I want a new heavier one. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I climbed up. Well, before I climbed up the tree, there's a dead tree right beside it. He took the chainsaw and cut it off. And, you know, we let it fall. Right. I climb up there. I hang this tree stand. And it actually, I mean, it was hung right. After you hang a tree stand, you climb up, set in it, and act like you're holding a bow. You know, to see if your shots are good. Mm -hmm. Well, I climbed up there, stood facing the tree. Now, at the time, I had the best safety harness you can buy. Actually, it's still top of the line. They had just come out with them, and I owned one. Right. But I, I didn't have it hooked up because I just stepped on the platform, stood there, and that top strap that I did not like broke and dumped me and I come down 20 foot and set on the tree stump that he had just cut the dead tree off of. Right. Well, it hit my left side of my ass cheek is where I sat on it. So it broke my pelvis dead center where all the nerves run. Mm-hmm. It broke it in two and I hit the ground. I tried to stand up, and I went back down, and I said, I'm broken. And he was amazed. He says, you didn't scream or nothing. I said, screaming don't do no good. <laughs> you know, I'm broken. It, there's a reason to scream. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know why? Well, three weeks before that, I had rolled a four-wheeler and was in the emergency room. (laughs) I I will throw that in. And I had pain pills with me. 
from the emergency room. And he said, you're going to feel this for the rest of your life. So actually, mom can't blame me shoving a tree at my ass for what my issue is. Because we don't know if it's that or rolling that four-wheeler. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I do throw that up. But as I'm laying there, all I was concerned about, can my feet move? Because I thought, dude, if I'm paralyzed, you best drag me to the river, which was not too far away. So I, I, no, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I would not make a good paraplegic. I'm just stating a fact. And I, I know mom worked with a girl that is, and she took it with stride. Yeah. And I, I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. And, I'm not that uh, brave either. And yes, that takes bravery beyond bravery to live like that after. Yeah, definitely. But, but anyway, my feet were moving. And he was feeding me my pain pills from my roll on the four-wheeler. <laughs> and he was feeding them to me. I said, dude, they ain't doing shit. <laughs> and an REN come out there. And what I did, I broke my pelvis dead center. I mean dead center. Shoved. I think when I stood up is why it shoved up three inches. Mm. So I go to... Uh, I go to the emergency room, and, of course, they have to send me to the trauma center. And Mama gets out there, which they said I almost bled to death. Why, I didn't know. You can bleed to death by breaking your pelvis. Didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, like and, internal bleeding or whatever? Yes. Yes, I had internal bleeding. And they they were shocked that there was actually an RN that was on a local uh, rescue unit, you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Fire department. So she was the first one there. And uh, anyway, it, it was just one of those. I told Greg why we were waiting on somebody. I said, oh, my God, Tina's going to be so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear to God, you can ask him. I was worried, oh, Tina's going to kick my ass. She probably thought you were drinking, right? <laughs> Yes, exactly. (laughs) And I I did. That's what I was concerned about. Well, they didn't think I had two. It took two surgeries to put me back together. Well, Mama was there, and she asked the surgeon that come out and talk to her. She said, how many of these have you done? He said, we've never done one. He said, we've done them on cadavers for experiment. Wow. He said oh, that uh. we've never done a surgery like this. So I was an experiment, which didn't take. That's why I had to have the second surgery. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, but, but like I say, uh, they said I'd never work again. And you see me. Yeah. I'm not satisfied. I ain't <laughs> living on government money. You don't want government uh, cheese, do you? <laughs> no, yeah. now, now, you know, you mentioned that. Do you know when I said I worked two jobs seven days a week, we lived in a little shit town. It did have a flashing light on the state road. There was only 300 and some people in the town. Right. And the he actually, the one that took care of that, I don't know what he was called. You, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. He took care of the government cheese and stuff. And he went, he, we, I worked two jobs seven days a week and I still qualified for government cheese and shit. Well, you well, know, what's he, hilarious is, uh, I said something to my wife one time because like, um, I grew up real poor or whatever. And, uh, I said something to her about one time. I'm not buying any goddamn government cheese. That's what I said. And she, no, was like, okay. she thought I was full of shit. And then she literally just seen a commercial two days ago that said something about government cheese. She's like, it's a real thing. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a fucking real thing. No, we got it. <laughs> I got it when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Well, Jerry, come down there. And he said, you qualify. I said, I don't need help. I'll raise my family. He went to my mom <laughs> and he says, I know he's got a lot of pride, but he said, if we don't use the money the government gives us next year, they cut that money down. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The town only got, they get it if they use it. And I qualified and mom come to me and she told me, and I said, I really don't give a shit, mom. I'm not taking nothing. <laughs> I said, I will raise my family. And I refused it and never did take it. Hmm. And like I say, that, that's why now you, you're following me on why I have no sympathy. For <laughs> right, right. I get you, but uh, you know, I, I'm just saying when I was a kid, my mom actually got it. She went and, she went and stood in line, got the government cheese and whatever uh, hey, flour that, or whatever. That's fine. Right. You know? <laughs> now, we lived in a town that had 300 and some people. Well, right. we didn't live in town. I've never lived in a town. I lived on the outskirts, but mm-hmm. my address qualified right. I get you. for the town. Yeah, I've never lived in a town in my life. <laughs> but the thing of it is, no, I'm not going to knock somebody. I'm just saying me. Personally, now Grandpa, he got the government cheese and shit, but he retired. He worked all his life. The reason he came to Indiana out of Tennessee was for work. Yeah, but back in the day, the retirement sucked ass. You know what I'm saying, right? So he qualified for it. He got it, and that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Mom would take his rice that he got for free she'd make him rice pudding off and on he was happy as hell but but what i'm saying is i was in my 20s no i will raise my family and i've always raised my family never took anything free not there are people that need it uh grandpa for instance he worked all his life your your mom Right. She's raising you kids. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you take somebody that wants government money, when, you know, because they're baby-making machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you want me to go there? No, we don't have to go there. We probably ought to probably wrap that, it up oh, here, no, no. I think Sean would like what I told the family at the family <laughs> dinner. But Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, well, Tina had a sister that never worked a day in her life. And Tina's dad was uh, so ashamed, and he raised eight kids and never 
took a penny from the government. His yeah. wife did not work, which I didn't know. She passed away before I got with Tina. But, of course, he didn't believe in what his daughter was doing. Well, she raised her kids that way. Well, we're at a family dinner, and one of her kids is pregnant the second time, never worked a day in her life. And I'm sitting there in front of the whole fucking family, and I looked at her. I said, you know, if you'd learn to swallow, I wouldn't have to pay for your kids. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, that is a true statement. <laughs> I said that at a family dinner. <laughs> and But you got to look where me and Tina started. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Her dad, Tina out of eight kids, was the first one to have a church wedding. He He was there. He was all happy. He did not know. He was old school. I understand that. Right. I paid for the dress, my savings. I paid for the wedding cake, the flowers, everything. He did not know he was supposed to pay anything. Mom and dad said, we can help you. And I went, no, you pay for your part, which was the reception dinner. Nothing was fancy. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I paid for everything. Tina had a wedding dress she loved. I could not afford. Well, we got the one below it. She had a sister that sewed some lace on to make it look like the one she liked. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that's where we started. Yeah, right. And so, don't ever ask for sympathy for me. Just saying, there is none. <laughs> right. Okay, well, we're going to try something new today on the old Rural America podcast, okay? Okay. Are are you down for this, Kyle? Uh, Down for what? Are you down for the new experiment? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, let's do this. I've drank enough. I'm down for fucking anything. (laughs) Okay, we're going to call this story time. (laughs) What the heck? So, Kyle, tell us... uh, any drunken story you want to tell? Do what? Tell us any drunken story that you want to tell. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll tell you a good one. Okay. We had a drinking party here one night. A, a drinking contest. I drank ten... 24-ounce beers. And as in we were guzzling. You know what I'm saying? Right. And now actually, a buddy of mine said the one that was keeping up with me, he said, uh, which I was actually a Catholic raised drinker, (laughs) (laughs) and it was a female. (laughs) He said her boyfriend's drinking part of her beers. And he said, let me let me drink some of yours. I went, no, nope. This is honest. Honest God, we got a drinking contest going. So we're drinking. 
Well, my drinking buddy that lived, we had a path. We tore out fences, so neither one of us was illegal. He could drive through my field and get to his property. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, yeah, we were bad drinkers, and we we never hit the road. Well, that next morning, I wake up. My face, uh, it looked like somebody just knocked the fuck out of my cheek. Big-ass bruise, all this, and... I called another guy that was there, and I said, who the fuck hit me? <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. You, you don't hit me at, on my property without me coming back and hitting you. I, I'm going to hit you three times harder than what you ever hit me. And I did not remember what happened. And anyway, it turned out that my drinking buddy brought his granddaughter back here she was she just loved me he said she followed you everywhere and it took like a week before i found this shit out and he said you turned around and you tripped over her (laughs) which i was trash obviously and he said i give you credit he said she was crying but he said you swooped her up, and he says your face bounced off the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> and he said she was unharmed. <laughs> and it's like he said it was it was actually awesome. He said when you tripped, he said you grabbed her, threw her up, and he says your face actually bounced off the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, and. I, I swear to God, I don't. Re- they carried me in the house, and you can't guzzle that much beer without a repercussion. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, and but I did hit ten twenty-four ounces, and yeah, it was just a guzzling away, and it was the aftermath. I was good doing it. <laughs> right. It, it's when all of it hit you at the end. Yeah, yeah, the next <laughs> day yeah, is rough, right? Yeah, that was cake beer. That was cake beer. And they put her down as winning, even though her boyfriend drank part of her beer. Ah, dang it. But that's life. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'll go next. I'm fine with it. Uh, this was back in my youth, in my 20s. Um there used to be a little bar in the town that I used to live in. There was a little bar on Wednesday nights. It was 50 cent night. 50 cent for beer, right? Whoa. That, hell. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was down there getting getting, getting to town. That's what I was doing. And, uh, you know, this is not advised. I did drive home. I was an idiot in my youth. Don't do that now. You'll be in big trouble. Actually, I was the best driver when we were drunk. <laughs> Out of our crew. Just stating, I drove everyone's car. <laughs> okay. So I drove, I, I, I went home, obviously, and um, went to bed. Next morning, I got up, you know, had to go to work the next day. I'm running around my house, trying to get ready, you know, trying to find my keys, trying to find my keys. 
fucking can't find my keys. Nowhere to be found. I'm like, finally, it dwells on me. Oh, well, maybe I just left them in the truck, which I never did. But, yeah, I walk out there. My truck's running still. (laughs) (laughs) Still running. Yeah, but no need to shut it off. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) It was good and warm. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. It was cold out. (laughs) (laughs) But... But yeah, as long as it was cold out, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it was hot out, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, Sean. Yes. Your turn. That was me. Oh, fuck. I thought that was Randy. Nope, that was me. <laughs> Actually, I told Randy the other day, you two sound alike. Yeah, he was telling uh, okay. me that. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't get that, but whatever. No, no, actually, I do. You guys sound alike. Well, I cuss a lot, so any, okay. so well, any listeners Randy, out there, is wondering, yeah, if anybody's listening and uh, wonder who Sean is, I'm the one that says uh, all the cuss words usually, <laughs> most of, <laughs> most of the time, right? Yeah, most well, of the time. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty dirty myself. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually okay, Randy. it's Randy's turn, yeah, yeah. Shoot, I don't know. I was you guys. You guys were talking about that, and I was trying to think. Actually, oh fuck, I've got multiple. Well, I do too. Me too. I'm just trying to think of one that I want to talk about. No, no, talk about them. What Uh, the hell? Well, I don't know. Shoot. Uh, Okay, this is this just happened the other day. Why Randy's thinking? I'll just tell this story. It's a quick one. So uh, I had several beers the other night, you know, and uh, hanging out with the wife, watching some movies, and then, you know, it's obviously bedtime. Um, She told me the next morning, she said, do you remember what you were dreaming about? And I said, no. And she said, well, you kept screaming in the middle of the night, get you some. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't oblige it? I, you know, I always just tell her, like, what the fuck? I, I always tell her Vietnam was a motherfucker. <laughs> Talking in your sleep's usually not cool. Just <laughs> Okay, well, but, but, the, the, the one that I can think of that was probably the worst, probably, well, I mean, I don't know, maybe not the worst one, but, uh, well, I, we actually, me and Sean want to hear your worst one. Well, Fuck, he left his goddamn truck run all goddamn. <laughs> no, I was actually what I was going to say is, um, okay, uh, there was a time. The one I was going to say is um, there was a time whenever uh, uh, Jennifer wasn't home, and I went into. Uh, uh, I was going to make a frozen pizza, right? So I turned the oven on. Uh, you know, turn the oven on for the, uh, you know, temperature and all that. And then, and then, uh, my brother shows up on his side by side, like his, uh, you know, ranger or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right. He shows up. So, uh, I decided, well, he was like, Hey, you want to go for a ride? And I said, well, I, I thought, well, might be real quick. I thought, okay. Shoot, we drove all over town in that thing, and we were gone for hours. 
And then Jennifer came home. The oven was on. I hadn't had anything in there. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, she, I, she was mad at me over that one. <laughs> but, yeah, but see, the thing of it is, I got, I've got multiple that just blow that out of the fucking water. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying, it's just like. Yeah, my. Oh, what the hell? Mine's not so. Mine's not so uh, entertaining, I guess. <laughs> no, no, that's good, but but I know I'm sure I know you. <laughs> I know we both drink. You've got some that are better than that that you're willing to tell us. <laughs> I don't know if I do or not. I was trying to think. I, that was the best one I could come up with. Uh, but but no, I I'm just. Oh, God, I've got a lot of fuck-ups. <laughs> but Oh, well, but I, guess, I, I guess there was that time I was uh, I was trying to put my... Uh, I was bush-hogging on my tractor, which is a Ford 9N, and the brakes don't work really that great. I was trying to put it in the barn, and the entrance to the barn is just a narrow spot and there's a hill that goes down over, and I almost ran over that hill. I actually, I had to run it into a tree to keep it from running down the hill. And then I had to get James to come over and pull it out for me. Okay. <laughs> so I guess that was a better one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, you've seen my truck, right? Yeah. It's a 1999. There's only one dent in my truck. Okay. On the third door. And after the fact, I've already talked to my body guy that does my work. I Trump had run off. And talking about your dog. We were right? zooming around on the neighbors <laughs> on a four wheeler. Yeah. We're running around on the which I was already trashed. I, I will say I did drink and drive, but I was on the four-wheeler, and I'm zooming up and down the road. Well, technically, if you're mowing your yard and a officer sees you drinking, they can actually cite you for that. On your property? Yes, they can. Well, actually, if they see me where I live, <laughs> that motherfucker's going to get shot for coming in my goddamn drive. <laughs> I will say I was on the road. I'd gone to the neighbors, and I did apologize to him. I'd never met him. They had bought the low cabin, you know, half mile in front of us, being that I'm a half mile off the fucking road, mm-hmm. and asked if he'd see my dog. And as I'm talking to him, I tried to buy that back part of his property that butts up against <laughs> Right. And, which I, I'm trash. I, yeah. I admit it. Mm-hmm. Well, I come and Tina and Tiffany were out looking for Trump also. Only they were driving a vehicle. She had parked my truck in the barn. I come whip it in the other door. Heading towards the barn, she's screaming, put the brakes on, put the brakes on. Well, I, it didn't, I hit the truck. Oh, no. <laughs> the only dent in my, and I can show you the dent, it's still there, I have not got it fixed. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, why the 
fuck it, you step in front of me. <laughs> 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 I, no, no, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> and you know me well enough. Yeah, that is a fact. Right, right. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you let me hit my goddamn truck? I've totally redone. <laughs> and, yeah, that dent's still there. I have not got it over there. And when I was talking to the body guy, I told him, I said, well, that night it didn't look so bad. He said, he, he's slow. He said, well, he said, it always lo- looks worse the next day. <laughs> but he actually, he's in the country. If I go straight north, two roads, I'm in his body shop. Right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm saying straight north, two roads. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I did. I told it. I, I told Tina, I said, what the fuck did you step in front of me? She, I told you to put the brakes on. Well, fuck, I can't register that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, there, I, I've got a long, long. <laughs> right. Well, let's not get into all that. Well, I know. Probably, I know. Probably ought to wrap it up, actually, pretty good. Or uh, okay. Pretty quick. Well, that's cool. Now what are you doing? And that's been story time <laughs> with Rule America. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you still there, Kyle? Yeah. Okay. I, right. I spilled my beer up. Again. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol abuse, right? I know. Uh, do what? Alcohol abuse. Yep. No, no, I'm not abusing it. I'm just drinking it. Party foul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a drinking it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, I think uh, I think it's been pretty good, though, Kyle. Thanks uh, for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, super appreciate it, Kyle. No problem. I'd definitely like to have you on again if you're willing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it depends on who listens to it and how much trouble I get. Right. <laughs> I, just to be honest, we don't have that many listeners right yet. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay. It, it, yeah, but it only takes one listener. <laughs> exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, but do uh, before we do go today, I want to give a shout out not only to. Uh, you know, rural America plus United States. Um, I want to give a shout out to India, Poland, Canada, Thailand, and the Philippines for listening to us. That's awesome. Yeah. Appreciate Thanks. you guys listening. Yeah, appreciate it. So. Well, all right, Kyle. Well, uh, stay on and we'll, we'll say goodbye to you off the air, okay? All right. That's cool. All right. Cool deal. We'll be right. right with you. Well, that's another uh, podcast done, Randall. Yep. So now we're going to take off. We hope you guys enjoyed uh, our guest, uh, Kyle. And uh, tune in for next week. And we'll see you then. I'm Sean. And I'm Randy. And this is Rule America. America.